taking it back to the golden era. This is Miss Thing. Hey everyone, it's Miss Thang here. Just trying to get this thing sorted. I'm trying to get some friends to jump in on this podcast. So just hold on. Can you hear me? Now I can hear you. Whoa. Okay, wait. I'm going to start all over again because this is fucked. Okay? We'll start all over okay. again. Hold on. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, weird. So is it recording right now? I have no idea but if it's recording right now, but um, <laughs> I'm assuming it's recording. Playback. Yeah? Oh, so... Yeah. Well, anyways, it's playing some. Can you hear music in the background? Yeah, I can hear some music. I don't know what that's coming from. Hold on. Okay, wait. Tap here to start recording. Okay, so uh, we've got Don El Magnifico on the yeah. line there. How's it going, buddy? All good. All good over here. So we met in 1998. Yeah, that's right. In, in Victoria. In Victoria. And there were, there were some good jams on the radio during that era. What did you say? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was quite a different time, you can, you can say. Um, yeah, people had to work harder to put some good music out, for sure. And now today, anyone can make songs with their butthole. Absolutely. Every- just put the yeah, finger like, in there I mean- and just make a beat. They can just open their smartphone, tra-la-la, do some fucking whatever. You know, they, they can just shove their that. phone up their... Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so what happens is <laughs> you, they can shove their phone up their ass and uh, make some noises with their gas and record yeah. it on their phone, put it on the Fruity Loops, and now you have dubstep, literally. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then, right. and then you can add, and to that beat, you can add some guy rapping on it like this. Some some retarded person going, yeah, I got the hot beat. Yeah, I made some shitty music. Yeah, 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 yeah. And literally, that, that's, that's today's yeah. hit music right now. That's today's yeah, top tops. For the children. For the children. But like but back then, back in the nineties, it was Wu Tang. Wu Tang was for the children. And they were articulate as fuck and they're they delivered the lyricals, the lyrical slings. You know, I have to say this. Yeah, chords. exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. I just have to say thank God for Riza coming up with the idea to create the Wu Tang clan. You know, yeah, and exactly. bringing them all together, Rizza, all in Rizza. Staten Island, mostly. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, and like yeah, but it it was a new sound. Like when they came out, it was like, whoa, what is that? And because I've always been an avid fan of martial arts, and I yeah. recognize all of those samples because you know I was living right across the street from Dude Chilling Park, and I would walk, yeah. I would walk a few blocks up to the video update. And it was like super cheap, I think on Tuesdays. And I was like, I'd, I'd bring home a 
like a tall stack of videotapes, that VHS. VHS tapes. <laughs> you, you maxed out your rental card, didn't you? On that, your Blockbuster rental card. Well, yeah, Blockbuster video update, like video. Up, I think I was paying like fifty cents per yeah per tape. Yeah, I know. I, I, watched, I watched all of that, all like all those kung fu flicks, and then yeah, and, those then are- and I'm like, whoa. Is, um, is into this martial arts thing too. I'm like, wow, what the fuck? Well, absolutely. Like, oh, that's the whole basis of it. You know, he was really in, Riza was really into the martial and, and so that's how that's how Wu Tang. Well, you're like cutting out. This podcast needs a baby. This no, it's just because we're doing it through our smartphones. We're not, we're not like sitting in a studio right now. Like he's no. he's all the way up there, in New West. We're all the way up here in the fucking what is this area called? Oak Ridge area. We're all up in. Oh, uh, you're Ridge. in Marple, I think maybe. Well, yeah, Marple's down. The- it's further down, yeah. yeah. Marple's further down. We used to live but in Marple. But that, that's that's the most convenient pl- way I can describe it. You're kind of near Marple. Kind of, but not quite. No, we're still Oakridge. We're still Oakridge. We're still within the boundaries. Yeah, well, I didn't choose it. Hello? Hello? (laughs) Can you hear me? Are we still connected? Yo. Shit, it froze. No, but you're back. You're back. We've been talking for like under five minutes. But uh, I'm going to put up a song. Oh, and uh, and then we'll we'll yeah don't worry we'll get back to the talk but I think we should <gasps> so I hope this goddamn thing there? I'm right here I'm just hoping this goddamn thing doesn't uh screw up on us again goddamn thing yeah <laughs> got it working though we got it working but for how long that's the question. Okay, well, introduce yourself. Well, y'all know me. I am Don Juanito El Magnifico. I do a whole bunch of things in the entertainment world, the low-scale entertainment world that is, around town here, you know? Host the next camera, okay. Yep, I do that too. I'm actually currently DJing at a pub, the Press Box Pub near the P&E. And for those who don't know what the peony is, it's the it's the theme park here, where they have all sorts of rides and whatever. National exhibition is that what it stands for? It stands for the Pacific National Ex- Exhibition, and um, I was right. Yeah, they they have they have concerts there every year, every summer, and it's a bunch of old school people. Speaking of concerts, my very first Eminem concert was there, and I really? got to the peony. I got How to hang you? out with the cats there. It was dope. I was so young. You got to hang out with him? Yeah, dude. Okay, that's cool. I'm pretty Sweet. sure he was a nice guy too, right? Nice guys. <laughs> nice but guy. uh, and, and like Eminem had like mummy people dressed up as mummies on stage, and he had like walking magic mushrooms. It was great. 
So this must have been around. This coincides with the release of his album, uh, the Slim Shady LP, I believe. If it's like Magic so. Mushrooms, yeah. Yeah. So this would have been around 1999, if that, if memory serves me correctly. Probably. Who's counting? Who's counting? <laughs> cares? <laughs> yeah. So. Because it, it, it uh, pre it predates the the still DRE. Yeah. Open. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah, so that would have been the summer of 1999 that you were there, most likely. 99999. Nine, 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 nine. Yeah. 99999. Nine, 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 nine. Lots of nines. Yeah, 1999 yeah. was a pretty dope ass year, if you ask me. Got a lot of nines in it. Yeah, nine's a lucky number, so um, there's nothing wrong oh. with that. I love my I love my Ottawa phone number. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, it's uh, it's three forty eight in the Vancouver Pacific time. Pacific time zone, yeah, three forty eight in the morning. Pacific time zone or the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Indeed, and um, and it's quite dark outside. It is not light. It's quite dark. It's quite dark. Yeah. It's not. It's not raining. So. That's a very good thing. I'm very happy for that. You know, sometimes rain is good here and there, but here, where it's very common, like every day, it, it just uh, just hurts your brain, really. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you all sad. It's like, oh, it's gonna be raining. Let's let's be all emo and depressed. Why don't we? After after conflict. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I'm gonna put that song up after we're done with our short little chit chat. Exactly, yeah. Put that song up. <laughs> that would be hella funny. Yeah. 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 So uh, we we're, we're gonna introduce a third player here. Oh. Introduce yourself, sir. Is Neo? I'm just uh. Well, you got stories to tell because you actually, you actually like were you were security detail for M and M. Yeah, I worked the. I was just trying to look it up on on the old YouTube's here, see if I could find a video of myself at uh, that last M and M show up at the Squamish. Hopefully you're speaking loud enough for this podcast. Speak up, sir. Yeah. Don't be shy. Not sure if I'm being heard. <laughs> I can hear you fine. You're like a ninja. You're like yeah. you're fucking ninja. You work back in the here, background. Working in yeah. the, working on two computers at the same time in the background. Uh, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I mean, we've been talking already for two hours, I think, just about. Yeah. Uh, on so many topics that were recorded. That yeah, it was like it was like real talk, but it was like no one wants to hear it because it's fucking it's it's confidential. So then, who brought up the idea that this should be a podcast? The, the breadth of our knowledge. I mean, we covered global politics. Global politics, exactly. Conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories, like actual yeah. facts about politics and whatnot. Yeah, you know, 
the, the people in office don't like what we're talking about, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're gonna send our, their secret service agents to, like, uh, accidentally do something. Oh, hey, 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 don't manifest that. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm not no. gonna manifest. I didn't even say that, so. I'll pretend yeah, I didn't yeah. say it. So maybe there's a reason why we didn't we didn't broadcast it just yet. There is a reason because they're listening in on us. <laughs> <laughs> so 2020. Exactly. So if they're listening in, I might as well say this. You Secret Service people are a bunch of duty heads. Doo-doops. You're doo-doos, yeah. Making doo-doo. You're making doo-doo doo heads. Oh, they got you mad now, Secret Service people. You're a bunch of doo-doo heads. Yeah. And, and you like listening in yeah. on people, because you're all preverts. <laughs> preverts? Yeah, preverts. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Secret Service does. It's like, we're going to listen in on people's phone conversations, because we like oh. to hear about gossip. Yeah, but like me and Neil were talking about like smart TVs the other day. Yeah, they're really smart. And how how it's easily hackable and yeah. how there's hidden cameras yes. behind the screen. Yeah. What's that all about? What's that? What is that all about? They just want to watch you watch daytime soap opera. That's why they put the hidden cameras on there. They just want to see you react while you're watching like reality tv shows or something yeah but what about all those tinder dates that are netflixing and chill and that, the that clothes too. are off and doing the things and the clothes are coming off okay they like that too you know like secret service people need something to jerk off to as well so that's why they hide like whatever on your television secret cameras yeah it's just that's why that's why we like the dumb TVs. That's the stupid TVs? Yeah, because there's no cameras inside the dumb TVs and there's no like connectivity through Wi Fi through the dumb TVs. Exactly, exactly. Well one way <laughs> one way to make the smart TV dumb is just to take out the camera, but that's if you can find it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's another uh, can of worms there. Can of worms, yeah. And you know that yeah. um, you can voice command your smart TV to whatever TV show you voice command it to? That kind of scares me. Yeah, they got the Amazon Fire Stick. Well, who the hell would name anything a Fire Stick? Well, basically my friend who we worked together at the McDonald's of Main Terminus. Yeah. The, the Friday, Saturday graveyard shift. He worked the grill. Oh yeah, you work uh, the grill. He sent me a link for the Fire Stick. He's oh, all excited. The Fire Stick connects to your Alexa, connects to your smart TV. And you just talk to it and like, hey, play this episode with the such and such, and it like pulls it up automatically. Yeah, Alexa scares me a little bit. The the all this Fire voice stick. control business, right? Yeah. And like, I was gifted a Google Home by my brother. Yeah. Uh, a couple Christmases ago, and I, I swear to God, I use that thing every day. Yeah. It knows me so well. It knows my voice. It can differentiate between who's talking, and it knows who I am. Like, 
I'm I'm already voice printed. Yeah, you're voice printed on. Signature. I'm basically fucked. You know, you know what this this gonna boil down to? Like, this to me sounds like the beginnings of Skynet. This is Skynet. This is yeah. iRobot Skynet. This is like, dude, you have no idea. <laughs> no, absolutely. James Cameron was a visionary when he invented like the T Terminator T eight hundred or whatever. That's that actually can happen. Dude, it's already happening right now. Awesome. Like, I attended video game school, like, yeah. video game design, video game programming, and I, as an extracurricular activity, I attended all these symposiums and, like, these coding meetups and yeah. these event break thingamabobs, and I would witness with my own eyes yeah. the programming of robots. Robots! And I'm like, yo, my ex-boyfriend, he does visual effects, and he worked on iRobot. And I'm like, whoa. 2020. All of this-ish coming true right before our eyes. Oh my god. I, 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 and I, like, all this money, all this venture capital, angel investing money is being poured into it by the billions. Yep, doesn't surprise me. So, in just a matter of time, like, with all this smart technology being invented, your television, if it doesn't like you anymore, it'll develop AI and it'll, like, sprout legs or whatever, and arms, and it'll start, like, trying to choke you or whatever. That's what's going to go It'll just select shows and only put stuff in your, your search algorithms that is awful and will drive you mad that yeah the, the tv will do that too once it develops its own consciousness or it'll just like flash subliminal messages at you and like make you go and do something crazy dude it's gonna be the new yeah. flesh and then everyone's just gonna start killing themselves because the tv told them to oh yeah like they already had that in japan where uh, people like thousands of people had epilepsy watching a cartoon show that oh, was yeah, like an that's, experimental that's, so old. that's old news dude that's all news, I but think if was, you... wasn't Pokemon one of those? Yeah, like, Pokemon TV show, yeah. And like um, back in the day. And what happens is, is that um, yeah, you're um, they can expand on that technology. They can put subliminal messages in the TV shows. They know that it works with that uh, epilepsy. So not just epilepsy, they can trigger who knows what if they put whatever flickering messages in whatever favorite TV shows you like to watch. And that's yeah. what program. That's where programming comes in. Subliminal programming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. About that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I listened to the binaural beats and uh, I, I said chronics while I go to sleep. Well, there you go, right? Yeah. See? So... Positivity messages. So... So, uh... So, so government over there is gonna install all sorts of, uh binaural coding and beats that you don't even hear but um well, like the it's, subconscious it's is subconscious. always open and listening to it yeah so and and your subconscious is going to be programmed while you don't even know about it with the smart TVs exactly. and then when they when they decide they want to assassinate someone they'll just press a button while you're watching TV and then your mind will be like go kill this bad guy that we say is bad 
go kill this politician. Yeah, it's Treadstone. Yeah. Blackbriar. Yeah. Jason Bourne-ish, right? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, buddy. Oh yeah, pretty pretty much. And um, but, it's yes. it's it's uh we gotta we, we I'm gonna throw up a song here. Okay, yeah, throw it up. And then we'll we'll be right back, guys. Thank you for listening. Yeah. We'll be back. Keep your mind. Yo. So we're ready back. To we're back, yo. We are back. So what are we gonna talk about this time around? <laughs> oh god, we've got like a whole whack load of topics to talk about. Whack. Whack. Remember that word? Remember back in the day? Back in the 90s when people would say W-A-C-K whack. Yeah, that's just so whack that they say W-A-C-K whack. Big ups to Maximus Clean. And he he would hit the whack button. Yeah. Be like, whack well actually but he's just he would call out the songs and call it whack or whatever like you know during the morning drive-by whenever like someone would would say some crappy lyrics or they'd swear over the air because swearing's not allowed yeah 45 in the am because you know the kids are listening before they go to school yeah so yeah if you if you're caught swearing or you're saying some shitty things then Maximus would say whack. Exactly. <laughs> That's the truth right there. And it's like, uh, if you yeah. Were, yeah. And like, because we didn't have smartphones back then. No, like, we didn't. No, like, no one could record shit unless you had your little handy cams, handheld handy cams. Yeah, and those were a little bit inconvenient and cumbersome, if you ask me. Yeah, but luckily, I, like, my family had one. Yeah. So I I have recordings of back in the day. Oh, you do. Kicking up somewhere. I have cassette tapes of other MCs battling it out over the airwaves. Wow, that's worth a lot now. I bet you if you still saved Is it. it. Yeah. Now I got to tell you too, like yeah. if he was if if he was listening to the day's crap on the radio, he would be pressing the whack button a lot. Like, he just keep his finger on it, if you ask me. Oh, you're cutting out, sir. <sighs> Is this happening again? Is... Oh, you know, you're back, back, you're back, you're back. I can hear you. Someone's now. trying to eavesdrop. That's what's happening. No, but, okay. You know what's cool? What was super dope about Maximus yeah. Clean? He would drive back and forth from here in the U.S., yeah. I-, I believe, from San Francisco, yeah. from the Bay Area, and he would bring back music that we didn't even have yet, and he would play it. He would he would like he would play albums in its entirety before it's even out yet, before it's even released in Canada yet. Okay. That guy hooked he hooked it up. But what year was this when he started doing this? Nineties. I believe. Yeah, there's like 94 and early early 90s. 90s. I believe so. We didn't have Napster in the early 90s, of course. That's genius. Honestly, 
if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have heard like the newest such and such, yeah. not Big Tupac. Yeah, Pac wasn't even big back in the early nineties. Wow. I like the list yeah. goes on. Total pioneer of Vancouver hip hop, along with all all the other all the other players on CFRO one or two point seven. And then also had the one oh one point nine CITR. Yeah. Like between the two of those stations, like I was tuned in. Yeah. And then those Columbia you know, like you order those CDs Three for cents. like super yeah. cheap, something, something rather cheap, but then you have to pay a lot for shipping and you had to like buy an album like every so often. Yeah. Like that was our version of obtaining music or like going to the yeah. store. Now, nowadays, we don't even have a store anymore for music. Everything is download. There's no more CDs almost. Yeah. But like not even downloading there's this stream yeah we can get streams spotify. and spotify and all that right the titles the titles the titles i like the titles <laughs> and now we got google music yeah. we got youtube music we got everyone's getting you know this less than a penny of play to the artist yeah exactly uh, it's like point zero 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 something something to taylor swift Taylor Swift doesn't give a shit. I mean, honestly, like, I mean, oh. all those 0, 0.0 oh. cents add up for her, and she doesn't have to do a damn thing. Yeah, but Kanye West made that bitch famous. And she, yeah, he made that bitch famous. He did. Absolutely, like, he did. I, I already knew about her because, you know, country music is like, a hidden fucking guilty pleasure of mine that no one knows about, but here I am, like, telling, telling the world, the world about your gu hidden guilty pleasure of country music. Like, I hate country so hard, but, like, I hated it so much to the point where I started liking it, yeah. to the point where I would turn R&B songs into country, country songs. music. My favorite song yeah, no, my favorite song to do that to was TLC's No Scrubs. You turned that into a country song? No. Oh my god, you're just putting those images in my head, and my head's starting to hurt. And I can kind of try to my. No, for real. Like, and now, nowadays, for the 2019 yeah. yesterday, the biggest song on the radio for a long time was that Old Time Road or whatever. Old Time Road. What's it Old called? What's that song called? Yeah, Old Time Road. Fuck that song. Fuck that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, that bitch famous, yeah. but in my eyes, bitch was famous already in the tiny country in, in the small niche that she occupied right small niche where she was doing the twang with her guitar little innocent betty boo peep but then but then connie snot snotched snatched the mic yeah. away from her because he was so upset that beyonce lost i don't even think it was even about beyonce it's just yeah it involved beyonce but 
He just wanted to get up on stage. It was really. No, it was Kanye being Kanye. Yeah, it was just he's just being who he is. He just kind of used Beyonce as a crutch to be an excuse to be himself. Really, that's what I think. No, I think he was really upset because who is this chick? To, like to him, he's like, who the fuck is this chick? She's just some chick. Whereas Beyonce is fucking Beyonce. And he's that watermelon. And look, he made right? that bitch famous. You know, by doing that, he made the bitch famous, right? Yeah, he did. So it's his fault. It's his own goddamn fault. <laughs> no, it's because of him. She went into pop music. And she's making more money in pop music now. Well, she's... I don't know if she's making more money. Yeah. Because... I don't know. She had to go through a couple of penises for song content. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> Most likely. She had to she had to like date him and then break their hearts for the material. Like, oh who am I gonna date this time? That's how she makes songs. She's like oh, I'm gonna intentionally break up with these loser guys and make songs about it. Well, the thing is, she didn't. She didn't choose losers. She would choose like notables. Yeah, but she oh, made them the bad guy in her songs, didn't she? Yeah. And now there's like there's there's a new school that are taking a page out of the the Taylor Swift notebook, and now we got the Billie Eilish. I've never even actually heard any of her stuff, really. She was probably playing in the background or whatever, but I haven't really explored. Oh, it's everywhere. I know it's everywhere, you but can't escape it. I'll, let me tell you this: when you hear it, when you hear it, you'll know. Like when you and then you find out it's her. It's like oh. Okay, so this is what I I did. I stopped listening to mainstream radio altogether. I have the radio yeah, in my car, I don't even put it on. I just put on, like, uh, my phone's music or whatever. But... Oh, God. But, yeah, I, can't, I, I can't even stand what what, hap what I get on the FM or AM, for that matter. What? I, I like listening to, like, my parents' type of music. Yeah, that's that that's pretty dope, you know? 650 CL. 650 CL. Yeah, oldies all the time. Oh, you know why? Those songs are those songs are full of innuendos. Absolutely. You couldn't. Uh, you couldn't say it out you, loud back you then. Just, no, like you can nowadays, where they're just like, "Give me that ass, give me that ass." He's <laughs> you know really subtle about it, or else standing on the corner watching all the girls go by. That sounds like a trick, looking for a. You know? <laughs> no, that song is about dirty old men staring at the the like twelve year old schoolgirls in their little uniforms and their short skirts, and they're like, you know, they're pitching wood in their pants because they're thinking of all the naughty things they want to do to those little girl daddy's little girls. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Or the the song that predates the hashtag me too with the you know christmas song do you know what song i'm talking about actually no i don't you can enlighten me on that one 
baby, it's cold outside. Oh, that one! <laughs> Isn't that the date rape song? Yeah, but it's like, hey, it's snowing, it's cold outside. I'm gonna put on the fire. There's so much controversy around that, and people still play that. You know, whenever I do karaoke shows in wintertime, people still want to yeah. sing that song as a duet, like a male and female. Yeah. It's so dirty. Is that song banned for life? I don't what? know. Like, it's not banned. People still like that song, even though the context of it is not all that desirable. Is, is that song like the Harvey Weinstein of, like, Christmas songs? Yep, you got that. <laughs> got that. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, and it's like, it's, it's, and it's acceptable. That's the, it's the worst part. It's acceptable, you know? It's accepted yeah. by all these uh, people who grew up with all this Christmas type of stuff. Yeah, but like, what's what's the person gonna do? Are they gonna starve, starve and freeze to death, or are they gonna stay and have some thick hot chocolate and some other thick hot chocolate? Oh, oh. goddamn! Right? Oh, <laughs> I think I think it's pretty much all hot chocolate after that oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah exactly the directions our conversations are going through this fucking 2020 February 21 podcast it seems like that's the direction it's always going to go <laughs> not, not that it's a bad thing but you know yeah, yeah. okay Quick question: What's what's one of your favorite songs from the nineties? Oh my god, that's kind of not such a good question to ask me because I've put them into so many categories. Like favorite song yeah. of this year, favorite song of this genre or subgenre, favorite song here, favorite song there. The nineties was overall was a really good decade for a lot of music because it was. Oh god, yeah, it, I, 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 I really miss that Mob Deep. Mob Deep. Yeah, Prodigy. R.I.P. You know? That's what I'm gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna have a little quick break. I'm gonna throw up some Mob Deep. How's that sound, guys? Keep it locked. I actually in. have a special Woo! request for Mob Deep if you wanna put it up. What is it? Peer pressure. Alright. Okay. Coming right up. Peer pressure. Yeah. Don't give in, guys. Don't give in. Yeah. Unfortunately, peer pressure isn't available, so I'm gonna have to play something else. Testing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I got all. Yep, I got all that. So hopefully, uh, since they wanna let me play, any professor, I yeah. put up some other Mob Deep songs. That's fine. You know, like, if the clearance ain't there, the clearance ain't there, so... Yeah, 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 and that's another thing with this world of legalities. Right? Yeah, legalities and, um... And the whatnots. Don'tgetsued.com Yeah. Try not to get sued. Agreement. Exactly. Exactly. 
Hey, hey, Neil, you're so far away from the mic. Come close, come close. Get in this convo. When you play a song, like, if you credit the artist, like, doesn't, how does that not make it not fair use? You say, hey, that was that track by Mob Deep. We all love it. Thanks, Mob Deep, for making that song for us. Thank you. Did it, is that all it takes to not get sued? Like, it's out there. It's in the, it's in the universe. No, but you, maybe airways. it's not Mob Deep. Maybe it's the Nutty Professor. Or it's just some lawyer. Yeah. Like, really? No, but you know what? I tried to put up some BEP, some old school Black Eyed Peas, and even they're oh. not allowed. Yeah. The only song that's allowed is I've Got a Feeling, and that is my most hated. Yeah. Not it's into that song. That's not even a real hip hop song, even. So no, it has no business. That song is for to you know to get people hype for their graduation party. Yeah. I bet you if you asked Will I Am, he'd be like, Yeah, out there, like there. I got paid. Play it. Yeah, Give a shit. Like you said, he got paid, so he didn't have to put any effort into that bullshit excuse for a song and um there you go <laughs> you can just blame it on lawyers lawyers.com yeah goddamn well lawyers but hey it's being a lawyer must feel really good for them lawyers yeah, they, get paid. they don't care they get paid They're yeah paid to deny us the music yeah but, but yeah a big a big reason why I haven't released a ton of my music as of forever now is because of legalities. Absolutely. Absolutely. Legalities and copyright infringements and everything of that matter. You know, people are going to bite on you. I hate biters! But that's what comes with the territory. Uh. That's why I stopped releasing my music, too. You know? Biters. I know. It's like we come up with an original idea and all these people put on their dentures on and start biting everywhere. <laughs> I think a lot of the, the the legal thinking around like music production and you know what anything yeah that takes talent because yeah, like people are still thinking of it in an analog way when we're in a digital world. You know, like when you when you digitize your art and put it out there, you know, it's there's metadata, it's time stamped. Yeah, that's you true. Know, it's it's not like it was in the old way, especially in the in, like with copyright infringement. I mean, look at China; they're copyright infringing absolutely everything. Yep. Give a shit and getting away with it and too. Getting away with it, but like yeah. with, you know, with with art. Well, I mean, it's come out now recently that what's it? off everybody for years and <laughs> Timberland. now that everything is being digitized it's like oh shit uh they ripped off all these dudes and yeah. the music is out there you can easily search for it like in the you know 30 years ago yeah. you didn't know some guys ripped off some other guys because you'd never heard the other guys and you can't find the other guys shit in the record store no but remember right. when Timberland was stealing like persian music or something i'm not quite sure exactly i don't know the specifics but but he was he was copying like yeah he was copying their beats and you know whatever right actual melody like this is like this is like old school folk music of the original countries yeah north america with jay-z yeah track 
Was that Timberland? Wasn't it? Oh, can't remember. Can't confirm. Should we ask well, Google? I'm pretty sure Timberland wasn't the first person to do it, but he made it popular. sued for that song that he did with uh, Rock Him. Oh, with that famous Indian singer. What song was that? I can't even remember. My addictive. Addictive. Oh, oh I. I remember that now. Addictive. Well, you you really sound like a Bangra singer right there. Excuse my singing. I am just doing a little, you know. Yeah, Hindi music. You saying Ona Shisha Lagada Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty I sure. I don't know how those how those ladies do the, that high-pitched voice, but it's pretty impressive. Well, apparently, I have a five-octave range, according to my vocal coach down in the Philippines, out in Cubao at the Royal Sound of Music. <laughs> according to that person, right? I stayed in the Philippines for two months back in 2009. 2009. Just so I I can take singing lessons, some opera singing lessons. Yeah. For a fraction of the cost that it would cost here in Canada, here in beautiful British Columbia. Yeah, that's because a good idea, love, actually. That's a really good idea. Yeah, I've always wanted to just take opera singing lessons, but it costs an arm and a leg here. And my mom would rather, you know, spend money on them shopping than and invest in her doubter who oh, is come on who doesn't want to spend on shopping now it's shopping right <laughs> no but like you know like opera singing lessons were expensive back in the early 90s Absolutely. and like i was i was belting out that tim rice and andrew lloyd weber and like that yeah. latin stuff yeah and I'm, not, I'm not saying like latino stuff like actual latin stuff like yeah I was busting my chops. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that that's a smart thing. You know, you go all the way to that country and um, you pay a fraction of the price to get your lessons going. And, yeah. And it, it achieves the same results, really, as if you did it over here. Right. But, but. I will tell you what my instructor said, my my teacher yeah. She said that my vocal cords were ipit, which means, means they're, they're tight. They're tight. They're and tight. you know what? You know why? Why is that? It's because of that 420 timestamps of, of 604778 and now 236. We got them greens. Oh, yeah. We yeah. got them trees. So apparently that that Indo smoke combined with, I guess, allergies, allergens. Allergens, yeah. My asthma attacks, I guess. It it would do some ip it. It, it would tighten up the vocals. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, that's why. Um, I mean, I don't do any of that stuff anymore, but I, 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 when well, I, I, I put it ball. down a lot. I'm no longer a wake and bake 
and take yeah. and shake. Like I like I don't I don't even like maybe like I have a I now use a uh, a little it's like a little vape thing. What what is my thing called that I use? Do you know Neil? Mm-hmm. That Isn't little kind of like that a cigarette of some sort. That little oh, uh, it has a name. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, I was attending video game design school. I was getting ripped every night. Yeah. Because my roommates, one of my roommates, I believe he was from Ottawa, he worked for a company (laughs) that supplied all the shops here with merch. And when I say merch, I'm, I'm talking about glassware. I'm talking about handheld vaporizers. I'm talking about rigs to do them dabs <laughs> and and so and and my other roommate he loved he like he loved he loved smoking weed so the three of us all day every day when we had a chance we that rig was plugged in and on at a specific temperature at all times and i would dab a dab a do like yabba dabba do, right? Is it dabba dabba do time? <laughs> jabba dabba do time. Sticky icky. Like this, this wasn't the trees. This was the resins. This was that sticky icky, actual sticky. Like it looks like amber. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you went all Fred Flintstone caveman shit all over that, right? Oh, man. I was ripped. And yeah. I even had a. My roommate even gave me a thing called it was green, it was like a pen, it was this thing rips or something like oh man. It was great. Mm. I was super high <laughs> up in the club every day every single day during my time in video game school. Video game design school. What well, is video notice- game programming school? <laughs> I had to down on the dabs, I uh, I went back down to the greens, the smokes, the smoking greens, not not the tobacco, burning the trees, but I was doing the bong rips. So that so did did your classmates or teachers not notice that your eyes were bloodshot and you had this certain no, smell? No, my, my eyes don't get bloodshot, okay. but I did make a messed up game. Oh, yeah, my eyes don't get bloodshot either when I smoke. And what happens in this little game of yours? I was making messed up games, and I didn't like the only game I showed them. I think was the the penis Mackey game where the penis balls were stomping on the sushis. But that's that's another story. But it oh, led on to, to me. It led on to like it, it allowed me <laughs> to design video games for black market perverts on the dark web. So I, I'm pretty grateful for that. You mean preverts, right? Yeah, the preverts. <laughs> oh, the dregs of society that want the fucked up games. <laughs> can't go to the store and purchase these games, so you gotta purchase it through other means. And it's means like, why don't I have a copy? Right? 
<laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> no one game. No, I'm gonna shut up now. This is classified information. Yeah, we're not supposed to leak this information until you get like some kind of a, you know, copyright on your on your uh, prevert games. NGAs, NGAs, NGAs. That's right. Non-disclosure. Non-disclosure. <laughs> For but all yeah. the preverts out there. All the preverts out there with their custom games that I made, they know who them is. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I encourage you to make more of these so-called custom games so that more of them no, will... No, not with all the trackers. I have, I'm, according to my VPN, I'm stationed in India right now. <laughs> So everyone's all flying there to go eat curry and try to steal your games. That's what's happening. No, no one's going to steal my games. My games are gross, yo. That I can take your word for it. You know, you don't have to explain any graphic detail to me. You know, like, I believe you. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, once you get the... (laughs) You could make a ton of money with these uh, gross little games of yours. You should really get in on that, I think. And especially when you can gamify things. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and you can create real-life Dungeons & Dragons. And they're actual dungeons and actual dragons? No, instead of dragons, it's Dungeons & Dickholes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you have to, and you have to fight all these dick holes to get to the mighty pussy. No, they have to follow the maps. Yeah. The MAPSs. And they have <laughs> to roll the testicle dice, right? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hey. Let's uh let's not talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it's all too <laughs> confidential. All right, well, we're going to go back to the musics because this is uh, getting uh, this conversation is taking a turn for the preverts. <laughs> not that not that that's too much of a bad thing, but no, you know, perverts unite, right? Like yeah. perverts of the world unite. The UPA, United Perverts of America Land. Dude, those aren't the right letters. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tried. They're almost right. So I tried to get them right. You know, there's POA, penis over anus. Okay, that's now TMR. Have you heard of the POA? Do you know about the POA organization? I believe you're just going to tell me now, and I'm just going to hear it now, right? No. Shutting down the conversation, I'm going to continue on with more music. So stay tuned. (laughs) Taking it back to the golden era, this is Miss Thing. Hello. I hope the perverts are happy with that one. Oh, they will be very happy. We'll be satisfied. Will they? I hope well, they have the Kleenex, the tissues nearby. Yeah. The baby wipes. The baby wipes. <laughs> and the... Well, you know what's funny? 
Yeah. You know, it's funny because like it's all it's all like smooth sexuals, yeah. and then hit him hard with the chino cell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> chino cell track to me is the it's dopest. Like, it's like whoa, like yeah. They probably they probably weren't expecting that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, I like but this. That's the thing with expectations. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Especially with, I guess you know, this day and age, there's the grinders and the tenders and the bumbles and the. I don't. I don't know if people are still using plenty of fish, but like, I met my boyfriend like, in the real world, face to face. Not through, not through the computer, not through the internet, not through the apps. No. It was, it was like, in real time, out, out on the streets. Do you want to be more like, specific and tell them the actual location? It's the most romantic no. location ever. No, that's for that's for the that's for next time, not right now. Uh, that's for next time, not no, right now. No, you know the, our closest friends, they know they know what's up, but like, no, ain't gonna say. We're not. Gonna... But yeah, the, what I'm what I'm saying is like, you know, people have these fucked up expectations to the point where people are creating like 20 personal profiles yeah so that they can hook line and sinker a certain type of algorithm type girl like yeah. they if they want to like they want to catch like a nerdy girl or like a thought like a thot or they want like a dtf yeah like yeah. or like oh a mama's girl, a daddy's girl, like you know, it's it's fucking messed up. It's like yeah. shit can't be trusted. Well, obviously it can't, but you know. But people want to f. People want a body slam. People want to suck the jams off the toes. That's been that's been going on like caveman ages. Like that's always been the case. You know, you can't yeah. pop nature sometimes. Actually, not all the time, you know. I mean, all the time you can't stop nature, but you know what I mean? Nah, man. Nah, man, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, pervert lyrics have always peppered the hip-hop, right? They've always peppered the hip-hop, and they give people like Mari a job. Mari Povich. You are or are not the father. <laughs> and then I like it when the the not fathers are like running around the stage yeah. and yelling at the camera, yeah man, yeah, and they're high fiving everyone doing like what? Car doing cartwheels. And yeah. Did you see the the one <laughs> the one dude who invented the I'm not the father dance? <laughs> <laughs> that guy was dope. <laughs> <laughs> they're like jumping up and down and doing backflips and everything <laughs> like yeah bitch i'm not the dad <laughs> i wonder if any professional football players have recreated a i'm not the father dance when they sort of touchdown well that's every time they touch down when they boogie on the touch the end zone there the same, same dance same dance. <laughs> like, did was it only just Mori Povich, or did did Jerry Springer ever uh, 
Yeah, he did. He did paternity tests as well, Jerry Springer. But Maury made an arc form out of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. He did it on the daily. Yeah. Him and his mustache. Yeah. And Maury, yeah. I think, used to be a legitimate uh, talk show about you know like problems that he intended to fix, social <laughs> problems, just like Jerry Springer. But. But. Yeah, but. The ratings. The ratings skyrocketed. <laughs> With yeah. the DNA test. The DNA test. Yeah. Like, if I had a talk show, why wouldn't I think of that? You know? DNA tests yeah. and, like, Jerry and Maury are geniuses in that regard, you know? Like, like having fights on stage and, like, weird topics. And now everyone think, thinks, of, I mean, who cares about Oprah? Everyone goes to them, too, you know? Yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, this is, uh... Jerry's show was so good that, that with the security, the the head of security, Steve, got his own show. The Steve Wilkos. Steve Wilkos. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love Steve. He was such a presence. Yeah. On that show. Yeah, he was. It was great. Um, there's one. I I do have one gripe about the Steve Wilkos show. It's like he kind of got too arrogant to the point where you know, like he would kind of shit talk on some of his guests, and at the end. And small blurbs, it's like they found that the guest wasn't actually at fault, but they put it in small words at the very end of the ending credit. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, if 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 the if the guests are are innocent or they're not, you know, they're not the perpetrator of the said thing that you accuse them of, why don't you just admit Steve Wilkos that you're wrong? You know, that's not that hard to do. Yeah. People watch the Steve Wilco show to see him like yell at people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah, somebody else getting yelled at now. Need for a change. It's great. Exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, Steve Wilco's. Well, I'm just happy he has his own show. Then we'll have our own show. There, too. Yeah, that's Steve. He's on his own show on the network. Yeah. Exactly. Maury Povich. Maury, Maury, Maury. But yeah, people bang to the hip hop songs, the sexy hip hop songs. Yeah. Cause... And like yesterday, yesterday was my mom's birthday, and I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be born if it, my mom wasn't born. So there, there I am. Here I am. You would exist Thanks, if there was a such a thing as genetic cloning, or genetic uh, manufacturing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, we we were talking about that yeah. off the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's we'll save yeah. that for another show. But yeah, there's yeah, you could will, have you still could have existed without a mother if your DNA you know, was put in a laboratory. There, a lot of stars and planets had to align in order for this one to be made. So, Who me? Yeah, you. Who me? Yeah, you. Why? What about it? Well. What about it? What is Anyways, that? so you know, it's more than just like two people smashing. You have to get the whole cosmos to like agree to, you know, do the whole thing over again. That's a lot. No, but Don, like you, when, when I, when I re-met you again. Yeah. The karaoke bar where you were working. Yeah. You remembered me. Yeah. Easily. But like. Like, why? What is it about me from 1998 that made you remember me in 2017? Easy answer. Um, 
basically a lot of the same personality you have now, except back in 1998, you were a little bit more happy. Yeah. You are a little bit more happy and cheery back in 98. Uh, yeah. your, uh, your username, Miss Thang, I remember that. Yeah. As well as, um, you, you did like to just go around in the hallways and in the living room there, like, doing little fr mini freestyles and out at random. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... And what's weird is, like, back then, we didn't have elaborate conversations like we're having now. You you talked about happy stuff, which is weird. It's like, here we are, we're talking about whatever. And back then, you just talked yeah. about happy stuff. And, yeah. and I, I'm just one of those people that I don't remember exactly everything, but when, when, when something sticks in my mind, um, I'll remember it for, like, 30 years, like, what you just experienced, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you did you did quite a few things that you weren't aware of that stuck into my mind. Same with a lot of people there too when we were in Victoria. Um not everybody, but there are a few people that did things that stuck out and I remembered it. Oh, we gotta tell we gotta tell our listeners this Victoria thing. Yeah. Because we were staying we were all stationed at University of Victoria. UVic, yeah over the weekend or something how long was that thing that was three days like friday saturday sunday yeah it was like a, a full weekend and we lived in the dorms and we were co-ed yeah co-ed and what was this thing that we attended what the hell was it? i actually know the organizer too <laughs> um he's a friend of our family and um this guy who organized it I don't know, like, I don't know how they got this whole shebang together, but for me, it was an excuse to to get out of town and eat free food and, yeah. and so, meet new people and stuff. So I'm like, hell yeah, you know, I'll go to this thing. And everybody there had to talk about our culture and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, well, why the hell do we talk about our culture? We're just regular people. They're like, Oh, we're distinct. We come from a culture where we have to assimilate to this and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's kind of. And to me, like, in some ways it was kind of retarded. And in other ways it was kind of informative. <laughs> so it was half, yeah. half and half. Half really stupid yeah, and half kind of smart. But, but come on. We were eating that punset. We were eating yeah. that lumpia. We were having that hollow hollow. Like, come on. We were eating that palabra that didn't go on. That barbecue pork, like, dude, it was dope. You know, I stuffed my face while I was there at the free buffet we table. All did. But not as we much as me. Did. I I went back for seconds. I went back for thirds, yo. Okay, so you went back for thirds. Okay, you got me there. But I bet you stayed away from the bagoong and the pinak bet. You bet I did. I stayed away from that shit. I just stayed to the grilled grilled meats. Man, I wish Neil was there. Him, the fact that he's a halfer, he's a mestizo. There are a lot of mestizos there, and and twenty-five uh, percenters. Yeah, dude. Yeah, represent. so. Yeah, represent. So you got people of all uh, different uh, percentages and things <laughs> yeah. of sorts, kind of thing. But we all loved Lumpia. Well, who doesn't? Lumpia Shanghai's. Olympia Shanghai is the best. 
dude. Yeah. Although I don't, I don't eat that much of that anymore, you know? Like, I, I've, I've really limited my fried food intake, so... Well, but I, yeah, allergies. Allergies, but on occasion, I say F you to my allergies, and I just go stuff my face. And put plum sauce on it, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I prefer that, you know, that vinegar with that crushed garlic in the salt and the sugar. Oh, salt and sugar. Ooh, so delicious. Hey, bad for you. Super bad Ay, for you. Hey, that is cholesterol. You're going to die of heart attack. Tomat, yeah, dude. That food, Filipino food, is so heavy, but I love it. I love, I love lechon. Mm. I know. I, I love this. You love the spices and everything and the little, uh, the sauce that comes with it. I love the marinade, the marinade. under the What's under not to love? The, you can't go wrong with carcass. it. Go ahead. Oh, it just melts in your mouth. The, the pig, the, you know, like the, especially like, yeah. you eat the cheek. Oh, yeah. So you're, you're saying they're M&Ms. They melt in your mouth and not in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. It's just and the crackle from crackle. the crunch of the the golden brown pigskin. Oh my god! You know you're making our viewers all hungry and stuff. Hey, they're not they're not viewing. They're listening. Viewers, listeners, whatever. Um, participants. Let's just say. Yeah. You're making them you all know, hungry. They're missing, they're missing the golden years of hip hop. Yeah. The golden era. Yeah. Um. Society, I have to say this to the listeners, society is making you all stupid. Being honest. No. Well, it's true. I mean, they don't know what we know. We know a lot because, you know... We lived through we, it. We, read, we, we lived through it, we read books, we didn't spend time scrolling. We were actually, in some cases, participants with the actual artists. Yeah. Yeah. We were doing it. We were Nike. We yeah. were doing it. Just do it. Yeah. And we did it. We didn't just do it. We did it. So. And all these people coming <laughs> up today, they're like, uh, that's mumble rap. Mumble rap's real rap. The lyrics are so dope. Those guys are lyricists. <laughs> they're like, they're just too much. Too much lean, too much br dead brain cells, just too much alcohol poisoning. Yeah. And a lot of them come from fetal... Fetal alcohol syndrome. That's why they invented mump yeah. yeah, so, you know, can't, can't, we can't really hate on them. We just have to choose not to listen to it. <laughs> Here's the funniest thing, like, I mean, I mean, to each their own style, but... The mumble rappers have invented a new style which is not consistent with the hip-hop where the guys start wearing dresses and skinny jeans and skirts and they start putting like, all these color things in their hair like rainbow hair color gender gender fluidity gender fluidity yeah and yeah well that's fine and it's okay all but the colors of the rainbow they're, they're, they're promoting effeminate effeminatism I'm not sure if that word exists, but 
They're promoting being male effeminates. Not well, that's fine because Kanye, Kanye, he, yeah. he wore pink, and he wore like a dress type of a thing too. And like you know, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Will Smith, his child Jaden, he's he likes to wear the dresses. And that's okay. He likes to wear nail polish. It's fine. You know, it's fine. It's okay. It's just kind of not what we're used to, right? But that's okay. We're we have so to kind like, of. Yeah, like everything's just blending in right now. Like everything is like be who you want to be. Like yeah. Angelina Jolie and her daughter Shiloh. Yeah. Shiloh immediately chose to be a dude since little, little, little. You know? Yeah. It's everyone. Like it's 2020. There's there's no more lines anymore. I know. It's, we... it's all. I know it's a hard topic. It's a hard but... topic, but we have to adjust to it somehow. But like I've I've witnessed my sister transform into my brother. But the thing is, I've been calling my sister my brother the entire time since I've known my brother. Yeah. So people, we're just all a bunch of containers. Yep. And if you grew up on Gem and the Holograms and Transformers, oh hell yeah, those are awesome cartoons. So now, 2020, with technology and medical advances, people are able to synergize holographically, but in real life, and transform, transform in real life. Transformers. Robots in disguise. You know, like the Decepticons were like the more awesome uh, transforming robot. Of course. Thing. Yeah. Just like how the Misfits were cooler than the Gem and the Holograms. Come on. Exactly, right? Yeah. 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 But I have to say, our yeah. Gem was kind of cute. Yeah, she's beautiful, but. Her boyfriend was such a two-timer. I only, I only actually watched the show fragmentally, so I, I didn't even see all of it. Okay, so the boyfriend, I think his, what is his name, Eric or something? He was dating both Jerica and Jem, okay. even though they're the same person. So what a two-timer, eh? Yeah, exactly. But like the whole two-timer thing, that ties into the whole. Uh, hip-hop hip-hop kind of encourages being a player yeah it does <laughs> but um a certain a certain section of hip-hop does yes but not all of it the socially conscious people in the hip-hop oh yeah are that's true yeah yeah there's so many there's so many sub-genres yeah there are so but yeah to me the hip hop really begins with guys like uh, the Sugar Hill Gang and uh, yeah. Master Flash, Curtis Blow. Well, I I even include Blondie in there. Blondie is the first white female rapper, white first white rapper. Yeah. Yeah, De Debbie Harry. Yeah. Yup. Yeah, and. And before any Beastie Boys or any 
any vanilla ice or Eminem or whatever. It was it was Debbie Harry of Blondie. It was Debbie Harry. Like that was from my memory as a little little baby child, little girl yeah. living in the West End. Yeah. I was sing along songing with Blondie. Over Rapture, there. yeah. The thing is, um, Rapture, yeah. Debbie Harry got bars. Oh, for days. She got oh my god, not even days, like months. She's got bars for months. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. And it's, it's like, yeah, she's a she's a better rapper than anything we have now, you know. Which is ironic because yeah. she came out nearly forty years ago, and she can probably outwrap all these uh, mumble rappers and some nineties so rappers me, even. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I looked up to as like as a female, Debbie Harry and yeah. Blondie. Yeah. And Muffy, Muffy from uh, today's special on the knowledge network slash pbs or whatever on tv muffy do you remember muffy yeah she was like a you know that tv show called today's special where it's set in a department store and then it closes at night they show the security guard locking up and then when the coast is clear the i think i think it was muffy she's like she she does like a spell Okay, I, and then, okay. and then, and then the mannequin comes to life. You know that there's actually like an episode of uh, the Outer Limits or the Twilight Zone that that's exactly like that, and there's also a movie no, but, based on that concept. Well, yeah, mannequin. Mannequin with Kim Cattrall. Yeah, that. But I'm talking about the the. The TV show that was geared towards children, children, where I was one of them. I was one of these kids bulked into the target audience of this show. And Muffy, she's like this mouse. Yeah. And she doesn't talk in normal sentences. Every sentence she says is a rhyme. Okay. So Muffy the mouse is like one of the first animal rappers. <laughs> Puppet. Puppet, animal. Puppet, animal, rappers that I was, you know, a big fan of growing up as a kid. Oh yeah, um, you can't really beat that. So you combine Muffy, you combine Debbie, and then you smish mash Sugar Hill, and all the all of them. Don't forget, I pity the, the fool, Mr. T. Right. I pity the fool. He came out with a dope rap album back in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. So he too was... He came out He came out with a dope-ass serial. Yeah. And a TV show that was a cartoon. Yup. Yeah. All of that. All that. I woke up early on Saturday mornings. I had I had my I had my list of shows I knew what time to watch it at. Yeah. Saturday morning cartoons was like it. It was the the thing to watch. Yep. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. They don't have it nowadays, but yeah. I mean, people won't know what Ninja Turtles, the original Ninja Turtles, is all about. No, they just know the CG. CG. Yeah. They're not gonna know what Transformers is. They're not gonna know Gem. They're not gonna know oh. He-Man. They they know the new stuff. Yeah. They know the. Uh, what's his name? Is it Michael Bay? That's that that to me is like that's not the essence of Transformers. The Michael Bay, the movie is exciting to watch, yes, but it's not it's not the same essence, if you ask me. No. You can't. It's hard to capture like the essence when it's like CG'd. Yeah. Because you can see the CG, whereas when it's a drawing, yeah, when it's a moving art yeah. cartoon, yes, yeah. possibilities are like it's it's boundless when it's a moving like, cartoon. Yeah, well, we're kind of we're kind of going off on a tangent, but but we were recollecting our origins. That's right. Going back to That's our right. friendship. Based out of Victoria, BC. Yeah, that's correct. Where we became, where we became friends. Yeah, <laughs> where you and I met with a bunch of other uh, children. Well, teenagers. Teenagers, we were all, children, we were all, whatever. Yeah, we're all like a bunch of eighteen-year-olds. I was sixteen at the time, almost seventeen. Wait, are we the same age or you're younger? I'm younger than you. Why do I keep thinking you're like the same age as me? Because we think alike. Oh, we grew up in the same era. Exactly. You know like you know the 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 people that watch Stranger Things? Yeah. But like we lived through that. We, we rode the bikes. We played the games. Like, we went to the mall. I, we went to the mall yeah. and played at the arcade at the mall. Yeah, we didn't, like, just sit at home and play on our phone. No, we had to go out there. And, and our parents worried sick for us because we had no way of communicating with them. They couldn't track us through our cell phones. Like, they, we had to, like, borrow phones either at the mall. Payphone. The case, or the we had to pay a quarter to call our mom or dad, yeah. or or we had to like, or we had to like call from each other's houses and like make up stories. Like, oh, I'm sleeping over here when really we're we're at the arcade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're at the arcade all night. <laughs> we're at the 24-hour arcade. Yeah. <laughs> and, and wasting all of mom and dad's quarters on some Pac-Man. Uh, no, not me. Not me. I had my multiple businesses as a kid. Oh, of course. So. You were like a young entrepreneur. Yep. Yeah. Know it. Gotta make that video game money. That arcade money. That candy money. That ice cream money. These kids nowadays, they're not gonna know what it's like to go to the arcade and play, like the Pac-Man. Millennials, these yeah. new, this new school, they suck hard at giving customer service. You see, like 
it, it, it's become a, it's it's becoming a losing thing you know it's like they're losing the customer service knowledge they're losing knowledge of you know they're lacking variety and they have nothing to say about anything well, useful like they have like maybe five percent product knowledge yeah if that that's that's being generous with the five percent <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know where that five percent comes from? Oh, where? Google. Google. They're looking at Google. They're like, because they don't know the answer to the customers' questions. Yeah. So, and you wonder why Jeff Bezos is getting richer by the minute because everyone is ordering online these days. Well, yes, almost everyone. Almost everyone. Yeah. Almost. Well, it's like I mean, Google has its pluses and minuses you know it's like advantages and disadvantages the one thing that i like is that you can queue up information right away but the disadvantage is that people don't think that they, they need to retain that information because it's always going to be on google so the art of retaining information for the purposes of increasing business is being lost <laughs> right yep so what the smart thing to do right. is get the information from google and then uh, retain it. Like, keep uh, copy and paste the information on your phone so you can review it every day, or write it down. Oh, even. God, no, you know why? What? They're too busy going on TikTok and Insta and Facebook and la la la. TikTok. They don't have. Yeah, they don't have time to learn about the product that they're selling, and then the customers, they get really fucking frustrated, and they're like, "Fuck this! I'm not gonna buy here anymore." I'm just gonna order online and Google my shit myself. Y'all ain't yeah. know nothing. Yeah, you don't have to know nothing nowadays. Just go on Google and, yeah, basically that. Yeah. Yeah. What a time to be alive, eh? Oh well, I, I keep thinking, what's the next ten years gonna be like from now? It's gonna be thirty, thirty, thirty. And then we're gonna be talking like in binary lingual code. Like going, beep, beep, boop, boop, beep, 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 beep. Yeah, it's already happening. The beep beep boop. So more And all the computers are talking to each other. Great. They're now having little chit chat conversations where they're all gossiping, like, do you know what that PC over there did? Oh yeah, that hardware was so nineties. Yeah, all the smart TVs, all the all the smart radios, all the devices are they're having they're, they're having like phone sex. That's not a bad thing. Well, it is if they start giving birth to uh, other entities. Well, that's that's a given. That's that's happening. That's going to happen. They're going to give birth to entities yeah. through their digital fornicating, you know. Skynet. Skynet. Skynet of course. baby. That's how Skynet baby that's how giant robots that look like Arnold Schwarzenegger are born through uh, phone sex with uh, other entity robot things and computers and <laughs> smart TVs yeah that's right yeah so yeah and they're gonna go <laughs> and, and, and we as humans we're gonna have to go talk you know go you know, like, you know how the modem talks? That's gonna be the new language. Yeah, we're. That's gonna be the new, new top number one hit song. Pleep, pleep, dirk, dirk. 
did dick 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 dick. That's that's a new hit song right there. Yeah. Yeah. Total. Totes my goats. Yeah. And the producer <laughs> is the same as the singer, as the same as the label. It's all in one. The binary sequence code. <laughs> Even the featured artists and the artists are, are one and the same. Once again, made possible by farts. By farts. People putting microphones up their asses while they ate beans and yeah. bean burritos. But yeah, we, we, gotta, we, we gotta end it on that note. Uh, anything you'd like to say for closing out? Uh, all I have to say is stay tuned. You think you've heard what you thought you heard, but you ain't heard nothing yet. <laughs> More to come oh. on. Yeah. You as a society are not ready. Yeah. Neil, what do you have to say? We're closing out here. Hmm. So, closing it out. Yeah. What you got to say there, sir? I say. It's, uh, it's 5.50 a.m. in the morning. Whoa. Whoa. This podcast. Oh, formulating yeah. thoughts. Mm, yeah. What do you, you got to say about that? Uh, I think our night owl and this is like, we're meant to be in another time zone. We're meant to be in another time zone because of the hours that we keep. Yeah. We're not supposed to be awake. We're on the wrong <laughs> but but I love to take time. I love being awake when everyone's asleep. That's come true. on, come it's on. Like, maybe it's not the wrong time. Hashtag right time. vampire life. Yeah. Oh well, now always do. now that makes a lot of sense. Vampires, huh? Well, me. Yeah. I've always lived that hashtag vampire life. Well, there you go. There you go. So in conclusion. Thank you all, whoever is listening. I really appreciate you tuning in, hearing the thoughts of myself. My name is Danielle, aka Ms. Thane, and with our special guest host, Don El Magnifico. Don Juan El Magnifico. Yes, this is Don Juan El Magnifico, and we are signing off tonight. And I hope you enjoyed our selection of golden era hippopodies you know absolutely like we hope we hope that you did we hope that and you did hope. and go ahead and we hope that when we drop another one of these another one as Khaled would say that you listen to it as well so on that note we'd like to uh finish you off with some some of that creams. Alright? So, merci beaucoup for listening, and till next time. Arr!